Hey, what's up? Welcome to Tuddy and Trey's podcast. Uh, you got me and Josh and Jason and our special guest, Mark. What it do? Uh, the White Stallion here. Throwback Thursday a little bit, right, Jason? <laughs> yeah, man. Hey, episode two. Excited. We got some good content uh, we're going to talk about today. Um, dude, I'm just, I'm just excited. So, um, but I'm ready to go. Let's do it. Let's yeah. get it. NFL is... The NFL season's right around the corner, guys. Are you guys excited? Oh, my goodness. Oh, man. I can't wait. I'm so excited. Football is the best. Ugh. Oh, gosh. I know. We're going gonna, gonna to have a taste of the NBA, and hopefully that goes smoothly, and then go straight into football, and it's going to be exciting. Oh, man. It'll be great. It'll be great. I'm just, I'm just, it's, it's always that really long, awkward, like off season, right? Where you're just like, what do I do with myself during this time? And especially without the NBA right now, I'm just ready for sports and football to be started. Oh yeah. Cause normally what baseball would be going on. And I'm like, Ugh, rip. I can't, I can't watch it. <laughs> so yeah, it's like in the middle of summer and you know, you ain't got too much to do. It's like, Oh, I don't want to watch baseball, you know? Yeah, absolutely. So we still got some, uh, free agents left well not free agents but like we still have some people like jamal adams uh who's disgruntled um dak prescott he just uh signed his uh franchise tag so he's locked up for the year um but uh and then there's always colin kaepernick who's looking for a home um what do you guys think about jamal adams do you think he's gonna have to play out the rest of his contract or do you think he's gonna be able to successfully pull olivia on bell and get out of there Ooh, that's a good. That's a or good better question. yet, I mean, I, uh, Antonio Brown. I mean, oh man, oh, don't remind me. Oh gosh, man. <laughs> um, I actually think, I think realistically, he's well, he's on the second year of his rookie contract. I know he's, he's a baller. He's a gangster. He's, you know, probably top five, top three at his position. And I know in the ESPN top 100 rankings, he was already ranked number 25 last year. So as the best player, you know, in the league. So I actually think the Jets will eventually give him um, a new contract. I think it'll probably be at the end of this year. I think just because he's the second year rookie contract, it's kind of, I don't know. I feel it's a little unheard of to get a brand new contract or a huge extension. Um, I've seen, I just feel like with most rookies in the past, we've seen it at least come after the third year. But um, I know he said he wants to go to Dallas, Kansas City, Baltimore, 49ers, Seattle, Houston, Philly, and even Tampa Bay. Those are, I guess, his top landing spots that he would like to go to. But All the best teams in the league. <laughs> right. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I think, honestly, some teams make sense, though. Um, but that's just me. Some of those make sense if they do trade. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of with you, Jason, or I'm not with you. I mean, I'm the opposite of you on this one. I do think at some point you're going to see Jamal Adams get traded. Um, it, it really does feel like he's, like you said, he's a young player um, and he's going to want a contract, but that hasn't dissuaded teams in the past for doing that. And I think some team out there that's ready to win now is going to give up enough to where the Jets are going to look at it and say, hey, he's not happy here. He's had a history of not being happy here. You know, let's just get what we can for him, which is a lot. A la Khalil Mack, 
and give them to one of these teams and uh, really help build our roster, fill our roster out. So I think that's kind of how it's going to play out. Not sure exactly when the timetable is for this, but uh, I do think Jamal Adams is going to be gone relatively quickly. I agree. What's interesting is, uh, at least in the NFL, it does seem like it's either the coach or the player. And so (laughs) his disgruntledness starts with the coaches from what I understand. So, yeah, it kind of maybe depends on how well the team does this year. If the team stinks – um, that new coach, he might get the boot, and they could keep him over the coach. So we'll have to see how that shakes up too. That's a different perspective. Well, uh, I guess what, what team, if he were to get traded, what team I think makes the most sense? I don't think it's going to be a Kansas City, possibly oh, a Baltimore. Be... Maybe um, I just don't think there's. Yeah, like they're going to want a King's ransom, or I don't really like that term, but they're going to want a lot. Because, you know, in the mm-hmm. NFL, they value picks. So, like, giving up a, anything higher than a third-round pick is is rare. And so they're going to want multiple one through three-round picks for them and maybe a player. And so I don't know what team has enough to where it would it would be devastating. Like, I, I just don't know who would pay that. And I don't think a top team like Kansas City, who is going to be ca- salary cap-strapped, is going to be wanting to give up cheaper assets because drafting players is cheaper than signing free agents. So... Mm-hmm. It'll probably be like a Chicago or like a random middle <laughs> of the team Dude. tier team, in my opinion. Could you I... imagine Chicago giving up all those picks for Khalil Mack and Jamal Adams? <laughs> 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 like, uh, the Brown, like the Browns or the Bengals doing it or something. Oh, oh man. Dude. I I actually think Baltimore could do it. And just 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 imagine this secondary: you have Earl Thomas. You have Marlon Humphreys, Marcus Peters, and Jamal Adams. Now, I mean, historically, uh, Baltimore has always had a good defense. I mean, they're more known for their defense and their offense. Now, obviously, right now, they're in Super Bowl mode right now with Lamar. They they believe in Lamar, current MVP, props to him. Um, I think I think he they're primed for, you know, a Super Bowl run for the next, you know, three to five years, but after after this year, next year, I think I looked online. They have like sixty five million dollars in cap space. I think they could pull the trigger and you know send a first or even a second round and just go ahead and just get them and just solidify that defense. Yeah, I, I like Baltimore quite a bit, but I'm just gonna throw out a little bit of a wild card team for you guys here, um, a team that is really close to getting to a Super Bowl who may have one last hurrah, and that team being the New Orleans Saints. I think it's a little bit out of left field. I know it's not one of Jamal Adams' preferred destinations. Hello? I'm here. Can you hear me? I can hear you. I can't hear Mark. Yeah. Sorry, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay, so I guess technical difficulties. Um, Like I said, I'm going to go out in left field a little bit and go with the New Orleans Saints. I know that it's not one of the teams that he's mentioned as a possible landing spot for him, but when you think about Drew Brees and really how much time he has left, maybe a year, maybe two, they, they really need a little bit more umph to get them over the hill. And I think a secondary with Marcus Williams, Marshawn Lattimore, Patrick Robinson, and then add Jamal Adams, you're going to have a dangerous secondary there and a versatile secondary. And I think it can really help them 
get over the hill in that NFC and potentially uh, over the hill in the AFC if they end up in the Super Bowl. So I really like the Saints as a landing spot for him. Or getting over uh, the Vikings. <laughs> I, was th- I was thinking the same thing. It would have been like two seasons too late. Yeah, right, Kyle. Like, <laughs> hey, let, let's let's. Kyle Rudolph is uh, less than Jamal Adams. He wouldn't have made that catch on him. So, um, yeah, get over <laughs> the Vikings. I guess by, is the goal. Or that walk off by Stephon Diggs. Oh, that was crazy. <laughs> oh, Hello, yes. they're good. They ain't got to worry about. <laughs> yeah, so that'll be interesting to watch. We'll have to see how that shakes out. But I'm really intrigued with Cam Newton in New England because uh, Jason was. Trying to spread the hashtag, uh, what was it? Endeavor for Trevor. That's right. <laughs> and uh, I was, uh, I was wondering, yeah, is Bill Belichick going to tank for a new young quarterback that everyone's praising as being one of the top, you know, prospects coming out of college in a long time, or is he going to be like competitive and say, I want to be better than Tom Brady? Well, yeah, I think Cam Newton answers that question for you. I don't think they're sandbagging it this year. So I guess that makes me – my I, question is, what's your stance on Cam Newton? Because uh, some people don't think he's – don't care for him, even though he was MVP a couple of years ago. Do you think he is going to be able to regain that MVP caliber status he had but previously? Mark, I'll let, you, I'll let you touch on this one. Yeah. And then I'll go. You know, that's a really interesting question. I'm, I'm going to say no. I don't think he'll be that MVP, Cam. But that he doesn't need to be MVP Cam, I think, with New England. Um, he just needs to be healthy, and I think that's the biggest question mark you have with Cam Newton right now. Last time we saw him, he could barely throw a football because of his injuries. Um, but, you know, he's had a full season to sit on the bench. He's had a full offseason to rest, extended rest with this whole pandemic thing. Teams aren't getting together. I think this is actually a really good move for New England. I think they're going to be very competitive. Um, Cam Newton just needs to be a guy who – can run Bill Belichick's offense. I think he's going to work it just fine. He'll be able to use his scrambling ability and his big arm in that cold weather in New England really push the ball down the field. Maybe a little bit more than Brady had done in the past. And Bill Belichick's always going to scheme up some defense. He doesn't have to score 30 points a game to win. So I think they're going to be a very competitive team this year in New England with Cam Newton. I agree. And as much as I hate the Patriots – and I've historically hated the Patriots for a long time. But uh, when the news broke that he signed, I was like, whoa. I was, <laughs> I was like, I was shook. But I think um, Coach McDaniels is going to have fun with Cam. I think, mm-hmm. And I think this is a fresh start for Cam. And I think, um, you know, we might not see MVP Cam, but we're going to see the playful Cam, the, the one that gets hype after every touchdown, the Superman. You know, zipping up, uh, you know, pulling out the the super suit. You know, um, <laughs> I'm excited. And and he even he even said a quote. It's something that I wrote down. He, he said, "Coach McDaniel's, you're able to call some stuff that you ain't ever been able to call. Now you're getting a dog." And he says, "You're getting one of these tricked off dogs to, or ticked off dogs too." And I I'm excited. I mean, I've been a Cam Newton fan ever since he got drafted number one out of Auburn. Um, he was fun to watch then um, in that national championship game, and he's been fun to watch ever since in the NFL, especially 2015, the MVP season. They were a fun team to watch. And, I mean, if you, you look at New England, they got a young receiver core. Um, they have Marquise Lee, 
They got Nikhil Harry, who was last year their their first round pick, and who was injured a lot of last year too. So um, he's had time to heal up, and hopefully, you know, we'll be able to see more out of him. Um, last year they traded to get veteran Muhammad uh, Sanu from Atlanta, and then there's good old Brady reliable Julian Edelman there. So <laughs> I think I think you have a good receiving core, and you know. A, let's say a younger quarterback so to speak that can kind of relate more to these players and maybe brings a little extra spunk to help get this offense going. Cause I know they kind of struggled uh, last year, at least the receivers did for a while. So um, I'm excited, dude. And, but, and, and not to mention, they also have a solid run game. They have Sony Michelle and you have a good pass catching back out of James, James White. So I think, I don't think, I think they'll make playoffs if obviously if there is a season, but um, I think, I think the New England's definitely a team to watch, as always. I and agree. Can I add I, something I think, real quick? Go for it. Um, yeah, just, just kind of like building off of that, it's just kind of interesting to look at. Think about what was the last, the worst loss that New England had last year? Well, it was that Sunday night football game against the Baltimore Ravens. Um, think about what kind of offense they run, you know, with Lamar and how they lit them up. I think that definitely had an effect on Bill Belichick, Josh McDaniels. Bring a guy in like Cam Newton and – Maybe he can do some of that for your offense, just like uh, Baltimore did to them. That's a good yeah. point. I will bring up, though, the the receivers are pretty much the same as last year, and everybody kept on saying Brady didn't have any help. Brady didn't have any help. He was thrown to, to only Edelman, and Edelman was barely there. He was barely healthy. So I don't know if the receivers that Cam is inheriting are all that great, but hopefully they'll, they'll work out for him. Yeah, definitely. I think I think they will. I don't know. Mohammed <coughs> Mohammed Sanu came in mid-season. That's um, always hard. I've never seen a guy trade that, mid-season and actually be successful. So that's exactly. a fair point. And then I think Nikhil Harry, he was their first-round pick. He's learning the system, you know, and adjusting to the NFL. You know, that's a whole adjustment period that everyone has to go through. So I, I, I think, yeah, I know they struggled last year, but I, I say just give them a chance. Well, let's see what they can do. Mm-hmm. And hopefully they can get a little bit more out of Philip Dorsett um, because really they lack any sort of deep threat. And if he can be that, then you just opened up a lot for your offense there. And let's be real, Bill Belichick has always been successful no matter who's behind center. He just he just swaps them out and they keep yeah. winning. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, so what do you guys think about the, the Redskins or the former Redskins and what team uh, – new team nickname they might choose do you guys have any uh, preferences any ideas what they should do <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna quote from uh facebook because i did a poll earlier today <laughs> there was one <laughs> that i love most um because I, I wanted people's opinions my personal opinion i actually really like the uh the uh oh was it the red wolves mm. um and there's a whole <laughs> there's a whole customized demographic from it but um Josh, you know Jamie Crowther, lifelong friend. Yeah. He said, uh, dude, I love this comment. He said, the Washington possums, because they <laughs> play dead at home and they get killed on the road. <laughs> <laughs> I love that, dude. Oh, my gosh. Oh, shit. Yeah, I'm with you, Jamie. So you heard, Red Wolves. You heard it here first on Tutties and Trays, Washington possums coming <laughs> to the season 2020. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Poor Dwayne Haskins. Oh, gosh, yeah. But, yeah, Jason, I'm with you. Red Wolves, 
If you guys haven't seen it, go Google the Red Wolves. It is the coolest looking jersey uniform combo. And it's just a sick name. Like, what's what's better than a ravenous pack of wolves? Like, honestly, coming at you on the football field, nothing. I'm with you, Jason, 100%. Is there oh, a- for real, dude. It it looks so sweet, dude. I'm like, I'm tempted to buy Madden 20 <laughs> and to go into create a franchise mode and just center it on them. Like, mm. I know I'm I know I'm a Cowboys fan and the Redskins are the arch rival, but if they change to the Red Wolves and use that logo and like those uniforms, like those look cool. Like they, they look dope. Is there another franchise like Arena or something that uses that? Or is that just like a Madden created team type of like free to use type name? I have no idea. Um, I think Nevada has the Wolves. Something like that. But Well, I guess I guess the Red Wolves are are native to Central or North America, like around the D.C. area, like or just like the you know Appalachians. So like Virginia, Maryland, South Carolina, just you know just that demographic area. Um, but you know what's interesting enough is that I know one thing you texted me a few weeks ago or even last week. There was that um, there's that guy that around like the 4th of July he like bought all of these trademarks to like team names um in preparation for a possible name change and so yeah. the red wolves are actually one of them that he actually bought but i did read an article and said that he did offer the NFL he gave them a list of like four names that he would give to them for free um but i don't it's not really up to the NFL it's more of up to Daniel Snyder so who knows if he'll actually ask for money for any of those kind of names, but smart move on him for sure. The Red Wolves do sound pretty sweet, um, especially if they do like a black and red type thing or something. Yeah, that would be pretty sick. Um, oh, man. That's what I pictured in my head. Um, another name I saw, I did definitely, I don't think they'll do it um, just because I don't trust Daniel Snyder to be, uh, to think of a name like this, but the Navajo nation came out and said, if you want to continue to honor native Americans, and have that theme for your name. Why don't you name the team the Codebreakers in honor of the all of the Navajo and other tribes that used their sacred languages for the World War II communication that helped us win the war? And so that would tie honoring Native Americans and also in a military aspect with being in D.C. And, and the military and the NFL always trying to have a close partnership. I don't know what the logo would be, and that does sound different than most of the pretty much all the other names in the NFL, but I thought that was a, a pretty cool uh, name oh, yeah. name suggestion for keeping some of the old um, Redskin um, heritage, like the, the name, the, the, so honoring the uh, old attempt with the, the old name, but then also adding a new uh, twist to it. Yeah, kind of going. Yeah, I. Oh, go for it, Jason. Yeah, go ahead. No, no, you got it. Go for it. Okay. Uh, just kind of going along with that, I, I really do like the honoring the Native Americans. Like, I think it can be a really cool, cool team concept. I'm just wondering, is it like out of the realm of possibility they do something like the Braves? Is that like not possible because we've got the baseball team? I know there's like the New York Giants and the San Francisco Giants. I don't know how that all works, but I think like if you could get a cool name, like maybe the Tomahawks or the Braves or something, I, I think that would be really cool too. Yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting to see how that works. I'm not a copyright uh, intellectual property guru. (laughs) (laughs) 
no, well, let me ask you this. Do you think they could go the route of even eliminating Washington and putting, like, the like D.C.? Because, I mean, they are – I know the stadium right now is in Maryland. Mm-hmm. Um, but do you think maybe, like, adding D.C. and kind of honoring more of – where the actual the state capital or not state capital like the country you know the capital of this the country is and stuff like that do you think they could do something like that like like the dc defenders or the dc i don't know tomahawks or dc renegades i don't know like do you think adding dc could also add more i guess uh, relevance to the team or do you think just sticking with washington or do you think it really matters at all? Or it doesn't really matter? Probably just no. depends on the name they choose, the nickname they choose, and what flows better, to be honest. I don't think it matters either way. I just hope they don't ruin this opportunity because yeah. I've got some friends here. I'm living in the DC metro area right now, and I've got some friends, and they're like, they hate the Washington Wizards. They hate that name. It's the stupidest name in the world. They're like, what the heck is a wizard in basketball? And like, they hate the old, the logo and the colors. And, they like them better now than they used to be. The old Gilbert Arenas colors were terrible. Mm. And so I'm like, this is enough. Don't mess it up. Like, don't pick something stupid like the Pelicans. Like, no, no. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Or Bobcats. Like, let's, let's do a real decent name here. And uh, I mean, I guess probably when the Lakers were first announced, they're like, what the heck is a Laker? But if you win a lot, people just accept it as now it's cool. But yeah, I hope they uh, pick something cool at least. Yeah, Jason, kind of going to your question, I, I do think they should probably, the more I think about it, I think they should change to D.C. only because, you know, the the team formerly known as Redskins have been not that great of a franchise as of late and for a while. So I think the rebrand will almost bring fresh new life into it with the new name. But even if you change it from Washington to D.C., I think you can even like further like disconnect you from the old team and that might actually end up helping them in the long run. Yeah. Well, I mean, as we know, and we'll talk about more on the next episode, you know, there's more drama in D.C. because with the whole allegations that are are being dropped on them right now. So, um, but yeah, maybe just a full rebrand is what they need just to keep, you know, changing that culture. Mm-hmm. So. Well, to wrap things up, let me ask you this. Who do you think is going to be the worst team in the NFL? This upcoming season, and who do you think is going to win it? Jason, you go first. Uh, dude, Dallas Cowboys. It's their year, man. <laughs> we go into the bowl, baby. We go into the, the championship. This is our year, every year. Um, this, is, this is our year, every year. Uh, worst team is, I actually think, as I, as I, you know, going back to my endeavor for Trevor, I think – uh, I think the worst team, and I hate to say this, Mark, but I think it's going to be the Raiders. Oh, and I think they, sh- no I think they should tank. I think they should tank to get Trevor, because imagine Trevor Lawrence in a brand new stadium, with a brand new fan base in Las Vegas, and silver and black. I know, I know you love your silver and black, and so just imagine that. I know you don't like Derek Carr, so I don't. I'm going right. to say I'm saying it's the Raiders, and I think they're going to endeavor for Trevor. Okay, so now we know we can't trust Jason's pick because uh, <laughs> <laughs> he put the Raiders down there. Um, you know, as the as the team that's going to win it all, uh, a team you were talking about earlier, Jason, I'm going Baltimore. I think they're young. I think they're hungry. I think Lamar's going to get over the hill in the playoffs. I just think he's that special of a player. 
They have a really good team too. Um, worst team, <laughs> as crazy as it sounds, whatever the new uh, DC team is, I think they're <laughs> going to be atrocious. Um, it's just that they were not a good team last year. Dwayne Haskins showed some signs of improvement, but that's just one of the most talent-depleted rosters out there. So I think they're probably going to end up being the worst out of every team. I think that's a good pick. I, For winning it all, I think I'm still going to have to go with uh, Kansas City until someone uh, knocks them off going forward. I think they're going to be the top team out of the AFC. Baltimore is definitely right up there, and the only reason why I can't hop on the train with full confidence is um, – is just uh, Jackson. He ha- he he has improved um, over the last two years, and I I fully expect him to improve even further with his throwing ability. But he hasn't been able to to win you know that big game in the playoffs, and so until he does that, um, and with Kansas City rolling the way they're rolling, like they the only reason why they <laughs> didn't go two years in a row is because of the way that. Uh, overtime rules work in the NFL. Like if he had given the ball first or had a chance to match it, I fully expect him to have either scored first or matched the touchdown that the Patriots scored in that, in that first AFC championship game. So with Andy Reid and his system with Patrick Mahomes balling the way he balls, I just, I have to go with them, but I definitely think it's going to be an epic matchup between those two. And then as for the worst team, yeah, the, the Reds, the Washington team, they're probably up there. Uh, I don't know who else is terrible. Bengals, maybe. Hopefully, well, yeah, you'll have to see how they do. But yeah, it'll be interesting to see. I think the Bengals will be a surprise. I think, um, I think, I think. Uh, what's his face? Uh, Joe Burrow is going to struggle, but AJ they they just signed AJ Green to a one year extension, mm-hmm. and I mean he's been injured the past couple years, and he's been one of the best receivers in in the league for a while. And so I think this would be a bounce back year. He's my he's my uh, sleeper pick or my gem. If there's fantasy football this next year, I hope you guys don't take him. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I actually think the Bengals will be pretty decent this year. Uh, what are some other teams that came to mind for you guys when you thought about worst teams, though? Like I kind of want to just like honorable mentions, I guess. Detroit, okay. Giants, uh, Jacksonville. Yeah, I think Jacksonville's the one for me too. My team that I th- I don't think a lot of people will actually pick them. I actually think the uh, um, L.A. Chargers oh, I just are actually going to struggle. Uh, yeah, they just lost Rivers. I, I think – I honestly think that uh, – um, Frick, what's his name? The guy they just drafted, this quarterback. Herbert? Um, I actually think he's going to be a huge bust. <laughs> I really do. Yeah, you, you have I, told me that before. He, he reminds me of Brock Osweiler. He might start off good. He might have some good games, but – I think he's overrated. That's just my opinion. You know, I, I can I switch my pick from the DC team to the Chargers because now that I think about it, I mean, the Raiders are going to be beating up on them twice a year. So, when you're in that division, <laughs> of course, you're going to be the worst team. <laughs> Isn't that Kansas City's division too? So, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. until this year, watch. It'll okay. be the Raiders division. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I am excited to see how Tua does in Miami. It'll be interesting to see. I just love seeing how the young players do when they get drafted, when you follow them in college. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, I'm excited to see that too. Are there, are there any uh, yeah, draft picks you're excited to see how they do? Oh, 
Jordan Love, I know he's not going to have a lot of time to play, but I really want to see his preseason action because he's like the guy in the draft that could be the next Aaron Rodgers. So Mm -hmm. I want to see what he can do and how fast he can develop because they might be looking about at ways to get rid of Rodgers. So Jordan Love, I'm really interested in him. Uh, For me, I'm going to have to go with the whole entire receiving core of the first round. <laughs> you got Jerry Judy, you got Henry Ruggs the third. Oh yeah. Um Ryan. you got um oh gosh, you got everyone, dude. You got C D everyone from LSU and Bama. Oh, C D Lamb, yeah, for the Cowboys. That'll be interesting to see how, you know, how he fits in that offense. And so I I think for me it's it's all the it's all the receivers. I think I'm gonna follow them all just to see how they do. I like yeah, that's a good point. And then, who do you think is gonna be the surprise uh, team of the year? Surprise! So I'll tell you my pick and see if that sways you guys, because uh, I don't want you All to right. steal it. Steal it from me. That's actually why I'm doing it first. Uh, <laughs> I think Indianapolis with uh, what's his bucket being their quarterback, uh, Philip Rivers. Mm. Uh, yeah. They didn't have a quarterback. They didn't I was, have a quarterback I, would, I would not have stolen that, Josh. I'll tell you that. Neither, I, I know he'll throw a lot of picks. That's that's what I know. Uh, <laughs> uh, that's more or um, less than Carr. Definitely more. Carr doesn't throw picks. He just doesn't throw the ball anywhere. Just, <laughs> you know, running back, sure. You know, but that doesn't lead to a ton of interceptions. Alex Smith, two point um, Yeah. More, more my, like Galaxy my 5. Pick, 5 but yeah. My pick is, and I kind of am a little on the fence with it. I'm going with Cleveland Browns. I, I know there's a lot of issues there, um, especially the front office and just the structural of the whole organization over the past century or even a couple centuries. Um, but I think, and I think Baker's just a little overrated. I don't think he should have been number one pick. But with what they have, I think – and I really hope I, – I want him to improve because I loved watching him at Oklahoma. I loved, you know, watching him, that killer instinct, that attitude. And so I want him to be better, but I, I, I hope they, they surprise me. And I want them to surprise me <laughs> with all the talent that they, they've, they've acquired at tight end and uh, as well as just getting Odell – and Jarvis Landry just meshing all of them together, that whole offense. So um, the Browns are my pick. Believe land, that's what you're going with. You know, yeah. drink the Kool-Aid there. Uh, I'm not going to do that. Uh, we all know how that will turn out, I think. As crazy as it sounds, though, uh, Josh, uh, you kind of mentioned this team as one of the worst teams. I actually think Detroit is going to be the surprise team of the NFL. Um, just being the simple fact that Matt Stafford actually was one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL last year until he got hurt. He was playing lights out football. I believe he was one of the, the first teams to really keep it close with Kansas City and almost win the game just because of how well he plays. And I really think that's why they were bad last year. They weren't competitive without Matt Stafford and add him back. And, you know, Matt Patricia's coaching for his job. I think they uh, have something to prove out there and I think they're going to be a surprise team, win some more games than people think. Well, they can't go much, uh, much worse. They were three and twelve <laughs> last year, but uh, yeah, that, that, yeah, I do like Matt Stafford, so hopefully he can uh, ball it out. Yeah, hopefully, I, I love Matt Stafford. Well, that's it for me. 
Uh, do you guys have anything else that you want to talk about? No, that's it, man. I think that's that's pretty much a wrap. Well, I think Mark, that's thanks, that. for, thanks for joining yeah. us. Jason, thanks for uh, getting uh, this going today. And uh, that's uh, that's it for episode two. All right. In the books. Thanks, guys. Thanks, you.